This podcast is a part of the Asian Studies, a youth-led organization which aims to support and help Asian students around the world with academics, career, and school life. Hi everyone, my name is Zara and along with Tracy, we'll be discussing about our favorite hobby, listening to music. We love listening to music, whether we are ha sad or happy. There's so many musical cultures around the world. To join us for this special episode, we would like to introduce our guest and K-pop fanatic, Jonathan Kim. Jonathan, would you like to introduce yourself to our podcast listeners? Hello, my name is Jonathan Kim. Um, I listening really to K-pop and watching K-drama. <laughs> um, so who introduced you to K-pop, like, from the start? Oh, well, it was around, I would say, um, when I was in sixth grade. Um, it was actually my dad. Uh, my dad loves listening to K-pop music. Pre um, loves it, preferably, like, old ones. Um, and he, I first, and my first song that I listened to was a love scenario by icon. Oh my um, God. It was a pretty, it was a pretty hit song at the time. And I personally loved the vibe of K-pop because it was so happy. It was so catchy and it was like a mood booster. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, oh my gosh, I feel kind of old, like thinking back, like I grew up with K-pop as well. And oh my goodness, like thinking back, love scenario. Oh. Okay, so I mean, in terms of like love scenario, it felt so long ago thinking about that song because I grew up with K pop as well. And oh my goodness, like, was that how, when, how long was that back in grade in 2016, 17, I think? Yeah. Oh my goodness, wow. That's nostalgic. <laughs> like, uh, in terms of like K-pop groups, what's your favorite K-pop group slash artist? Uh, my favorite K-pop group is definitely Red Velvet. Um, I once I started listening, like I started actually listening to K-pop. Um, my one of my like first actual songs that I searched up and like discover was a Red Velvet song, and I quickly fell in love with the group. Um, the artists are very, very pretty as well. So that's another, <laughs> that's another thing. Another um, factor. Yes. Um, and I would say my favorite song from there would have to be Psycho. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Psycho was so fun. I know my sister, she practiced that whole thing with heels. Oh, girl. Oh, my. I don't know how you do it. Um, in terms, like, with K-pop being so popularized today because thanks to bts like they were nominated for i think um their presence in social media and they got the award and now they're like so well known and it it gave like this kind of gateway for k-pop to be globalized so um like what do you like how do you feel about it and what do you think about you know it being so global today well personally i find it very interesting and pretty i find it pretty cool because like um another culture from like a small area of land like all the way far over there in the east there is south korea and it's in a peninsula and it's very small and the fact that it has received worldwide attention is mm -hmm. pretty cool and like the backstory of k-pop and k-drama 
is really interesting because I know that the government um, actually, they were, um, they were in a financial crisis and they created K-pop as a way to like, like climb out of that hole, like wow. from that ditch. And yeah. through that, they were, and now look where it's become, like, it's like, it's, it's, it's like amazing how, like, from where they started and like how they are at the top now. So pretty cool. I mean, I I still remember like B, uh, I think BTS spoke at the UN World mm-hmm. Assembly, and it was like really inspiring for me. And that's kind of also where I kind of knew what K-pop is, because even though I go to I I went to an international school, um, I actually just got introduced to like K-pop via my friends, and also because I do MUN as well. I usually watch the UN news and um. And I just saw BTS like speaking in the UN General Assembly and it was really, really inspiring. So I started listening to their songs and mm-hmm. it was it was really cool. Um, I think my first song I heard from them was Spring Day. Um, oh, that's was, a really good song. It, yeah, it was really good. I, I felt so, so emotional. Wasn't that song based off like a tragic event that happened? Um, yeah, kind of like, like... A, I think it, the underlying meaning is kind of missing somebody. So in terms of like loss, grieving, yeah. and all that kind of stuff, it's a really beautiful song, in my opinion. Yeah. My first song was "Save Me" by BTS. Uh, for from BTS. Oh my gosh! That was my wow. second song. Wait, that wow. was my second song. Yeah, one of my friends started like blasting that throughout the whole class, and even though like eighty percent of the class hated it, like I actually <laughs> liked it. So, um, so yeah, it was yeah. "Save Me" is really good. I like. Yeah, Save it me was too. really good. Uh, that I was actually, also in sixth grade. So yeah, my first song was when um I don't know how old I was. I think I was like ten when I saw like was introduced to K-pop, and I think the first song of BTS was "Dope." Mm. And I know uh my first K-pop song I think was "Girls' Generation." Oh, I think it was um OG uh, boy. I gotta buy watching. I love that song. I mean. To be honest, like kind of looking at it, I think even though Zara and I may not be like Koreans, but I think we all have like a really, really deep passion of K-pop. And, um, and you know, it's, it's such like, it's so nice to actually have like a conversation about it because K-pop is so popularized these days, um, which kind of leads on to how K-pop, how has K-pop influenced your life in general? Well, first of all, um, I love the music because it is very upbeat. So like when I'm feeling down or when I am feeling hopeless, I like listening to K-pop because most of their songs are very, very relaxing. Um, They're very, very uplifting and like upbeat. So it's a great way to like take your mind off something and like kind of relieve like your stress. Yeah, like even because their music is so versatile, you're sad, you're happy, you feel a certain vibe and they check all the boxes for you yeah. like they have the club music they have music in the rain like they have a lot of versatile genres even though k-pop the genre itself it's very general but it there's a lot more that you can listen to in terms of like k-drama music k-r&b k-hip-hop and all that kind of stuff um in terms of k-pop being so globalized like what do you think of like the positive or negative outcomes um, you got from that like in terms of hate or anything like that that you you know experienced uh well let's start with the negative stuff first because we always love bad news before the good news 
Uh, well, so negatively impact, how does K-pop negatively impact um, other people? I would say that um, the artists itself, they don't have, they don't create like a negative impact towards people. It's the people themselves who like K-pop. Uh, mm. We all know what K-pop stands are. Um, they're very obsessive and overzealous of like a particular group or like an artist. Yeah. And uh, we know how toxic the fandoms can get. So I have a feeling that it's not the artist that makes, um, like that impacts like the viewers. It's the viewers themselves and like their obsession with these people. Mm-hmm. And for the positive impacts, um, I would say, once again, it's a very good way for people to um, have like a mood booster and stuff. And I know how like those stands are crazy about artists. And for, for some sure. people, and for some people, it can like help them feel like a connection and like find their like own identity to like with the artist. Um, it's also known as a parasocial relationship where like one person would like, was it one person would like be connected to like an artist but like the celebrity won't like be harmed or like um, harmed or affected in any sort of way so yeah. oh wow that's actually a really interesting term mm-hmm. wow i mean i don't know if k-pop has like a big issue about this but um it kind of remind your response kind of remind me reminded me of like just recent like uh like just scandals of artists stealing other artists styles without like credibility and i know it happens a lot in vietnamese pop as well not Mm -hmm. sure how often it happens in k-pop but oh yeah i think um in terms of k-pop like it's such a big issue where um they pick up or adopt black culture in terms of like in stuff with hip-hop um wearing do-rags blackface mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff i mean blackface is not as prominent even though there's a lot more excessive tanning that kind of leads to the term of brown face or blackface but yeah they pick up a lot of those things and it's such a big issue especially with um it impacts international fans and it keeps a lot of people upset with that so um how do you feel about that with the uh, cultural appropriation towards black people um i would say that their intentions aren't like um their intentions to for like cultural appropriate they, they aren't trying to like intentionally like um with it make fun or like tease like black culture i have a feeling that they're just doing this to like try something new and mm-hmm. i know that there was like some k-pop like singers that got into scandals and like big problems because they were wearing dual rags or dreads uh, but honestly their I feel their intentions were definitely not to like tease or mock um, black culture so I have a feeling that um, it's not really cultural appropriation it's just a way for them to like express or like try something new so I have a uh, was it I think that personally and to other people they should try to accept like new things oh I think, like, in terms with, like, Black, uh, like, culture and stuff like that, it's understandable that, you know, they experiment with certain things, but they also need to acknowledge some sort of mistakes, and, um, like, we can agree to disagree, but I don't really agree with the fact that, you know, they pick up stuff like that, they should acknowledge that the mistake they made, even though it's not an intention of mocking, sometimes the company, you know, gives them the stuff that they have to do, but, 
um, they should learn from their mistakes and do better. Like, for example, um, RM for BTS, like, we know that he had a certain type of hair and dreadlocks and all that kind of stuff, and even picked up a black accent, A-A-V-E, and he, he learned from it a lot. Like, he, it's kind of, he can bring more of an example towards K-pop where, um, you can learn from your mistakes and do better in terms of cultural appropriation, even in general. Yeah, um, Merc. Definitely. Um, but like the artist from Mamamoo, uh, Bwasa, uh, she was criticized for wearing a do-rag, but she later apologized for um, upsetting her fans. And, mm. um, you know, Jackson Wing from GOT7, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, he got accused for wearing dreads. And when his fans were trying to like explain to him what he was doing wrong, he wouldn't accept that criticism. And wow. he was like, oh, he, and he called them haters. But like in recent years, they have like donated to like um, GOT7 has donated to like um, George Floyd's like memorials. So you can kind of see that they're trying to like mm -hmm. shift and like um, was it positively impact um, the world. Yeah, like do better because mm -hmm. um, because it's so uh, globalized today that, you know, they should be aware of the things that they're doing in terms with like experimentation and you know trying different things because k-pop is very versatile and they try different ways to you know experiment with their music and all that kind of stuff and that's why like if there are certain occurrences where you know appropriation happens you know they should learn from that yes um so like moving on to kind of my point with um bollywood um, Bollywood is kind of like K-pop for me. <laughs> it's, um, I, Bollywood is a very huge music genre, uh, based in India. And it also covers a variety of music styles and like a formal music, which would include like rock, pop, classical, and traditional. And most of the older film songs were sung in more traditional and very long, um, like extended songs. And I think the Bollywood songs mostly are featured in like the Bollywood films in general. So kind of like a musical, but less theatrical. And I grew up with Bollywood, you know, it's been incorporated in my life, just like how K-pop kind of incorporated in your life. And it also helps shapes us like who we in from who we are with our by connecting it with our own language because Hindi and Urdu are very similar and uh, Bollywood does pick up a lot of our Pakistanis um uh how do you say terms and I I love Bollywood and I grew up with Bollywood and you know it shaped me to love my culture more but in today's issues with Bollywood is nepotism and it's and how much that impacts in music. Okay, so nepotism is basically the practice among those with power or influence of favoring relatives or friends, especially by giving them jobs. So that's the wiki dictionary for you there. Um, and in terms with like Bollywood in as a genre, they the older actors that I grew up with basically passed on their power and privilege onto their children. And they're basically becoming the next generation of Bollywood actors, which not as exciting as you thought, like you you think, because, you know, they're because they're like a people of power, 
and they pass that kind of privilege on to their kids their kids may not be like they may not have that kind of original talented factor and because of that like it kind of hinders the music back then you know there would be original songs original writing sometimes there'll be some remixes but you know that's you know how pop goes uh but with today's music it's just remixes 2.0s um you know remakes of songs over and over and over it's just like the same thing and it's just kind of getting exhausting where bollywood is not as original anymore unfortunately and you know i enjoy bollywood classics and it, growing up bollywood helped me develop my lang- my language urdu but with like the point of nepotism it's just so difficult to listen to music today because they're not as original or like raw in the music and the lyrics anymore oh okay so um i have a feeling that bollywood does that kind of stuff as one way as a marketing strat- marketing strategy because yeah. since it was such like an original it was it used to be an original song and maybe it received like a lot of attention a lot of popularity mm-hmm. and i think they did that um to um kind of boost in the economy up like to get yeah. the song make money and then like that money can be used to like make another yeah. song or something like because, that because uh, south asia such a huge population india even yeah. itself it's such a growing fast growing population yeah. and so what's their main factor marketing you see yeah. if you open up bollywood their first like their um what do you how do you call it like, like a title or whatever 4 billion views uh this song featuring um shahrukh khan and someone's daughter love of a famous guy you know so it's just it's it the marketing is just becoming the same and the music is just not as like like original and enjoyable anymore because of that you know i that's why i still stick with the classics and sometimes there will be good there will be some good remixes but there it's just too repetitive it's getting boring like they keep reusing the same artists as well like arjit singh don't get me wrong love i love his voice love his music but they're reusing the same people reusing the same writers the same songs and it all goes back to sometimes a little bit how dark in the industry the industry gets or how um uh difficult it can be in this industry because when because there are talented people out there you know with like great writers behind the scenes great actors but if you don't have the connections like your dad or your famous mom and dad or it will be much more difficult to get into the industry you know and in even in terms of k-pop i know there's so much difficulty with training and casting how do you feel about that oh uh, well this kind of relates to k-dramas more i would say and in k-dramas um the actors are and actresses are casted solely based on um well first their appearance obviously mm-hmm. and secondly their acting skills and i think that bollywood should turn more towards that direction on skill uh, mm-hmm. not by connections because look how um look how like k drama has been growing like so rapidly like in like the past year even uh, squid game has like 
like it soared like skyrocketed yeah skyrocketed and like it basically it was like one of like those um changing points in like korean history and i have a feeling that because of that that was uh, because of like the actors and like how good they were they were able to receive like all this worldwide attention and i believe that bollywood should strive to do that as well and and, yeah and usually in k-dramas they for every single song that is played in the k-drama it would usually be a new song that they created specifically for the um, k-drama it's called Mm -hmm. the ost original soundtrack and yeah i think that bollywood should shift more towards that direction yeah originality mm-hmm. <laughs> no 100%. shade we love bollywood i know you have friends that listen to bollywood but it's just um an opinion that you know that bollywood needs to work towards yeah, yeah. i mean same for same for me too because like at least for vietnamese pop like it's also really unoriginal and like these days like like k-pop and like bollywood as well we set standards based on appearance and there's so many like different types of like appearances that different v v dramas or possibly like v pop if you want to get hired as and it's it's really it's really unfair to those who may not look or like may not be this in the same standards as what they're hiring these days but they have more talent and yet they're still not hired um and i think it's something that that the industry in general needs to be needs to be concerned about and needs to be relooked yes. at because um because music these days i think is based on just one song that if it gets a lot of people liking it they're gonna start copying it and that chain keeps on mm-hmm. going until until you don't know when it, yeah it may never be stopped um but i know i know like for me like traditional music same same as zara like traditional music sounds like more unique and different than the Vietnamese pop we listen to these days. Yeah. So in a way, it's it's really similar as well. Yeah. And even the forms of appearances we talked about, like, I know a lot of the Bollywood, like, privileged actors in today's generation, it they're much more light-skinned, skinny, tall, or the men are very muscly and all that kind of stuff. And I it, it all falls back to colonialism. yeah and like eurocentric like yes colonialism and even like what colorism that that's very prominent in the bollywood industry you know i know there was a very offensive song that it became so um uh it literally erupted in on twitter where everyone was talking about it like this one bollywood song had uh someone talking like down i think talking down upon beyonce and her skin tone and of course that's so offensive and it's so racist and like that that's the issue with bollywood that they still have like that kind of underlying racism in their music and that's just very difficult to you know face as a whole yeah 100% i know that in k drama uh in both k drama and k pop actors and idols would get plastic surgery to kind of like wow. appeal to the um audience And it's Mm -hmm. very common. I would say that I do not know a single idol or an actor or actress that hasn't gotten plastic surgery. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. it's I know plastic surgery is very prominent in K-pop as well. Mm -hmm. Um, To end off, like in a lighthearted note, um, in terms of the industry that 
Even though there are many issues of our music in our culture that we need to dismantle as a whole in the industry, it it does have a positive impact in our lives and it does strengthen our love for our culture. You know, like I wouldn't be where I am today um, with loving my culture if it wasn't for Bollywood, you know? I think that um, all these different types of music, um, it's just another way for people to express themselves, like connect with me, express, uh, express themselves, connect um, with other people who have like the same interests as them. And I believe that this is really valuable and to like the person itself because it kind of like shapes like who they are yeah yeah i think same for me too like there there's a there's kind of a reason why i listen to music every day because there's so many reasons like for me i listen to it because i can focus and study better um or whether i'm sad or whether like i'm really happy just to like boost myself um before like a like a swim meet or something like that so Mm -hmm. you know in some ways like, even though there's a lot of, like, scandalous, like, events um, mm-hmm. in the music industry and, like, how unoriginal it may seem, like, we, at, at the end of the day, we do enjoy it. And without it, we wouldn't be who we are. Or, like, at least for me, too, like, I wouldn't know as much about my culture if I hadn't I listened to uh, music more. Um, and since, since, um, since we're all kind of saying how appreciative um we have for music uh we're we're going to give give our listeners some some suggestions that we think that uh could fit into various different types of mood so i'm going to start off with some vietnamese pop if you ever if any viets out there if you want like the modern type um i highly suggest you li- you listen to um bom tiu lam by um Trúc Nhân. oh my gosh it's so good so trendy and then um and then another one is by Bitfoon. oh my gosh it's so good um and then obviously we'll put this on our in our captions yeah. as well just just because just if you can't but, spell it you know <laughs> yeah if you can't um you know spell it because of our pronunciations that's okay as well and then my last one if you're feeling like really sad I think just because this song really reminds me of my childhood, I think Kuetoi is a really good one. I highly recommend it. Yeah, and that's mainly all my suggestions for yeah. some Vietnamese pop. Um, to suggest some Bollywood music, um, I like first start off with uh, like a really sad but very um, I think raw kind of song. I don't know how to very uh sultry sultry. I don't know, but Ore uh, Pia by Rahat Fateh Ali Khan. Um, it's a very kind of traditional set music, and uh, it's very beautiful. I enjoyed it. And it's long, so be prepared for five minutes of that. And uh, another song called um, Gagra uh, by, I think, the producers Pritam and Vishal, and the singers Rekha Bardwaj. So give a listen to that. We'll, you know, check out our post and stuff for um, the spelling of the music. And uh, yeah, that's all. I can think of right now those are my two favorites okay well for me i have some very very good k-pop music already of course, for you guys. Taste. um the first one is actually from a k-drama 2521 you guys should all watch that um it's called <laughs> starlight by tail and it's really uplifting and it's a mood booster 
I would say the second song that I love right now is also from a K drama, um, Our Beloved Summer. You guys should also go watch that. It's called Christmas Tree by V. Um, and oh. the last one I have is Polaroid Love by N Hyphen. So those are all very uh, good songs. Yeah. And um, and based on all these musical suggestions, we highly recommend that you all enjoy it because we we enjoy it and hopefully you enjoy it as much as you do. And that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much to Jonathan for joining us. And we hope you have learned something new about music cultures. And we hope that this inspired you to listen to more music that you haven't listened before. Don't forget to follow and like, as well as listen to our other podcast episodes. Our next episode will be released next week on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to also follow our Instagram at Podcast. Once again, we hope you like the episode. Signing off. Love, Love Asians. Asians.